All right, kids, it's Monday night and another episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined with my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? I am the mouth, Brian Hustlinger. Tonight's guest, the second Canadian in a row, Mike. Look at that. We got a little theme going here. Small block sensation, Chris Rabby. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for uh, for having me on tonight. Absolutely. So, what have you been running this year? Mostly Mohawk, I see. So this year we ran uh, ran three nights a week. This year, uh, Friday nights we were at Mohawk. Uh, Saturday nights we were at Rockville, and Sunday nights uh, at Cornwall with our with our small block. And now, how'd you uh, how'd you do so this year? What would you if you had to grade yourself? What would you what would you grade yourself this year? Um, I don't know. We we had a pretty good year this year. Um, hard to hard to put a letter grade on it, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe an A minus. Um, we were able to to pick up uh, you know three track championships at all three of our weekly stops. So. Um, you know, that part, that part was good, but, uh, you know, we had some bumps along the road, uh, like anyone. So I saw uh, that you don't have a lot of experience with sail, sail power racing. How did your, uh, experience go at Fulton this weekend? Fulton, Fulton was good. Uh, we, we started seventh in the heat race and, uh, was able to get up into second, uh, just sneak in the redraw there. So that was good. Uh, and then feature time, Started eighth uh, after the redraw, got up to fourth early on, and then um, we, we started to fade a little bit there. I think around lap 75, we were back to 10th or so and uh, broke a, a tie rod bolt. Oh. Luckily, it was under yellow. Luckily, it was under yellow there, and we didn't, uh, you know, get anyone we weren't supposed to or, or uh, you know, get anyone else caught up in our mess. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good experience, and, uh, you know, we don't do a lot of racing with sail panels. So the balance was off a little bit for us. And, uh, you know, I think just 300, right rear 300 uh, racing for us is, is a little bit unusual. And I think I was, I had the tires all sealed up by about lap 30. So oh. I don't know if that was just uh driver error pushing too hard or you know, if the balance is off a little bit in the car, uh, you can seal the tires up, uh, you know, quite easily as well. Now, is it is it a huge difference going from uh, quarter windows to sail panels, especially if you're not used to sail panels? I, I find the car was just, you know, quite a bit tighter there on entry. Um, probably not a huge deal, but, um, you know, when you're off just a little bit, everything's everything's magnified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you got a when you got a 200 lapper, if you're not good, it's uh, it's painful. Not that we weren't we weren't bad. We were just. I would say we were okay at Fulton and, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Would you do it again? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, we enjoyed going down. Um, first time we'd gone to the outlaw 200. It's, it's fun. It's a, it's a big race and, uh, yeah. you know, lots of good guys. So it's, uh, it's fun to be a part of that. Uh, any plans of, uh, Oswego this weekend? We're not going to do Oswego this year. Um, we're going to run Thursday night. Uh, they got a small block show at Mohawk. Okay. So we're going to do that, and then um, we'll see how how Mohawk goes. We might uh, we might hit Brockville for their fall nationals week after. 
Oh, nice. That's nice. That's cool. Any plans for Eastern States at all this year, or that's or nah? I don't. I don't think so right now. Okay. Um, we've never. We've never really done Eastern States other than back in the uh, the sportsman days. Okay. Uh, the, the sportsman dirt tour used to go there years ago, and um, been there once or twice with the sportsman car, but never with the uh, with the small block. Um, you do any uh, big block racing at all, too, or just mainly the 358? So our program right now is, is strictly 358 uh, we don't have block equipment or motors. Oh, we lost him. Oh, we lost him. All right, we're going to try to call Chris back. Yeah, we lost <sighs> him. And that was a good question. He had a good answer going, too. Yeah. Something that, oh, boy. Technology, kids. Technology. Sorry about that, guys. No worries. We lost there for a second, but it's all good. (laughs) What was the question? I forgot. (laughs) I asked asked him uh, if he's doing any big block racing or if they're doing all small R358 stuff. And he was getting to a very good answer, and we lost (laughs) him. Yeah, we're. And also, we lost you. (laughs) Yeah, so all our stuff is uh, is strictly small block. We don't have any... uh, big block equipment or motors uh, to run, but we will run, um, we will run the odd big block race whenever it's in town, whether it be, you know, the super series or uh, this year they ran uh, just kind of a big block special here at Cornwall. We ran that, but uh, aside from the local races, nothing with the big block. Have you seen Mike Boreska at all this year? I have. He's been, uh, he's been running Friday nights with us at Mohawk. Tell him Clark and Brian miss him. <laughs> Will do. And bring yeah. him a si- and bring him like a six piece. He likes that stuff. Yeah, he loves uh, his cave. Loves his Kentucky Fried Chicken. I, I didn't know that about Mike. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. We, we call him the Colonel. <laughs> yeah, before before we called you, Brian and I were talking, and I was I was looking up to see how far Oswego was from my house, and it's a good like six hours, but. I was looking at the map and I was like, oh man, I wonder if Moresca's gone because there's literally a KFC right across the street. Like, he'd be in heaven. Yeah, I know. We get to, uh, we get to run with Mike every Friday night and, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's just a good guy. And, yeah, uh, he is. He's a good runner. He's a good, maybe yeah. if, we could, if we can slow him down with some, some chicken, yes. that's good to know. Oh, all he's going to do is wave like a six piece. I think he likes biscuit and gravy and that's it. You're, you're good to go. Yeah. You got him. <laughs> you got his number. Uh, um, now in 2000, I think it was 2016, you won, uh, I guess you want to call it like a section of the 358, uh, super dirt series championship. Uh, so in that, that year in 2016, it was the, the 358, uh, series that we, that we followed and won that year. So it was the, it was the overall series for the, for dirt Okay. Dirt. Because I saw one year it was like broken up. It was it'd be broken up like uh, like American football. They had northwest, central, east, and west, or something like that. I it think was, uh, it, it was something weird. What what they what they were doing then, and I, I think they still do it now. But uh, basically, you got your track bonus points uh, for running weekly at a dirt car track. Okay. And, okay. And then in the fall, you'd follow the uh, the series uh, for an overall winner. Okay. Oh, so basically after your home track point season was over, then it was series points. Correct. So, okay. That's, that's, that makes sense. I get that. 
They don't give they don't give those small block guys enough love, in my opinion. They really don't. Nah, I don't think so either. You guys, you guys are just as good as these big block guys, in my opinion. Actually, I mean, if you if you look at my home track down at Bridgeport, the small blocks put on a way better show there than when the big blocks were there. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a lot of the guys that run, you know, run well in small block, they actually, you know, run big blocks as well. And um, I think it's a lot of the same guys. I mean, you get the odd, the odd guy who's strictly big block, but pretty much all those guys are versatile and and they can kind of win in each class, if you will. So um, probably not a huge difference. There's definitely a difference on the budget. That's for sure. Oh, Uh, yeah. Oh, I bet. Motor cost, uh, you know, would set it apart. But... uh, yeah, I agree. I, th- I think the small small ball guys are pretty good and can certainly hold their own. Now, what's the, what's a what's a brand new uh, dirt legal small block around you? Brand new, about twenty five thirty grand. Yeah, I'd say you're in you know the ballpark there with that. Um, I'm sure some guys spend more than that, but I would say yeah, twenty five thirty. That's that's a pretty average number. What what are they? We running about six hundred horsepower out of those or so. My engine builder tells me uh, we get about 575, 580 out of ours. So. Yeah, that's, that's bad. That's they're quick. They're fast. Yeah, I mean, you figure 580 horsepower, and then what's what's your weight in a small block? 2300 with driver. We run 2400 pounds weekly, uh, and then yeah. anytime we're at a, at a dirt yeah. race, if if you're going to run with the big block, it'd be 2450. This week at Fulton, the the small blocks were at where were we at twenty three fifty. Yeah, yeah. So that was good. We got to take fifty pounds off. Um, it seems to that seems to be a nice balance when you race the big block and the small block. That one fifty, and uh, you know they had a lot of guys go this weekend to Fulton. Uh, oh yeah, weight, so was, I think it worked out for them. Yeah, I know Shepard was there in a big block. I read the article. So I don't I don't know what the mix was, but I, I know there was a, a good mixture of big blocks, small blocks there. So, seemed like a good race. Seemed like a good race. That's I didn't. Wa- I didn't. I didn't watch it. Obviously, I wasn't there. And I don't think there's any live streaming either. No, that's definitely a, a bucket list race for me. I've been to Fulton. I, I like Fulton. So, Chris, is there any race that you haven't won that's like a bucket list race for you to win? I don't know if there's one race that that really jumps out. Um, there's there's lots of races that we haven't won that's for sure um just i think we've won you know quite a few of them around here we've been lucky just uh you know lots of races that we haven't traveled to or attended and been part of so pretty much any of those any of those big races that are outside of our area they'd be you know on our bucket list or you know just a a race that we'd like to attend in the future but uh you know nothing that jumps out per se okay so you're you're still a pretty young guy. So how long have you been have you been in the uh, the modified ranks? I jumped in the modified. It would have been 2011. Um, so just you know, ten or eleven years now. Yep. Nice, nice. And before, so before that, uh, how long were you in a sportsman car? I ran Sportsman. Uh, first year would have been 2006. Uh, so like five years. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was 14 when I when I got into a, a Sportsman car, and uh, we didn't really rush moving up. We just, 
you know, yeah. wanted to make sure that we had some confidence moving up and, uh, you know, we're doing well in the, in the, in the sportsman stuff. And then when we had the opportunity to jump in a small block, uh, we did that. I was, I guess, 20 or so, uh, so not, not super young to make the transition, but, uh, it worked out for us timing wise. So. Yeah. In uh, Canada, do they have any age restrictions when it comes to, uh, driving, driving one of the big cars, you know, whether it be sportsman or small blocks? I don't think so. Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Yeah. I know, I, I know down, seems- in, yeah, uh, down in Jersey, there's age restrictions. So I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe 16, I think to drive even a sportsman. Seems like uh seems like that it gets younger and younger every year. Yeah. I can remember yeah. when I don't know if you guys remember when Tyler Reddick was I think like eleven years old running a super late model, so yeah, the younger yeah, the better yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So when did you uh get your start in racing? At what age and, and what kind of car? My dad put me in go karts when I was seven and uh kind of all snowballed from there he was running a late model at brighton speedway at the time and the plan was for him to run one night a week and you know he was going to do one night a week with me in the go-karts and uh that quickly turned into two nights a week with (laughs) with me in the carts and and him not racing so um jumped in it at seven and and we ran you know every year since uh since then does it, ever, does it ever get, uh, I don't want to say old, but at the end of the year, are you just like worn out, tired, just kind of ready for an off season? Yeah, I, you could say that. I mean, three, three nights a week, it's, That's a it lot. definitely, oh. uh, it definitely wears on you throughout the year and we pretty much do it with, I got one guy who comes and helps me during the week, uh, Mark Legault, get the cars ready or, or car ready. Um, so a lot of work for, for two people essentially during the week. And mm-hmm. my dad helps us on weekends, but, uh, we're, we're pretty much ready for a break there now. Yeah, bet. Is this what you do for a living is race or do you have a job? No, I got a, uh, I got a full-time job that, uh, that takes 40 hours a week as well. I don't know how you guys do a full-time job and run three nights a week. God bless you on that. And then shop time on top of that. We don't, we don't do anything else. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, yeah. So you catch up on, uh, on your sleep when you die, I guess. Right. That's right. <laughs> so we had uh Billy Pouch Jr. On a while ago and um, he said he's pretty much, he put himself at what age 50, Mike, when he's done racing full time, 50 or 55, something like do, that. Do you, do, do you have any set age or anything? Like when I'm 50, I'm done with racing full time or are you just going to go year after year, just go with the flow? I think, uh, that whenever I'm not competitive and not able to win races or not in contention to win, I think mm-hmm. that'll, that'll be the time for me. I think, uh, for me, it's important to be competitive and to go to the, the track with a chance to win. So when the, when the day comes that that's not happening, uh, that'll be my sign to, to pack so you, it in. So you don't want to be a field filler. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. You stay like, you know, there's like the great Richard Petty, in my opinion, wound up being a field filler cause he stayed too long. Like he wasn't competitive anymore. That's, he should have went a long time ago, but it is what it is. Some drivers, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'd imagine, uh, when that time comes to make that decision, it's, I'd imagine it's probably a tough decision to make. 
Yeah, I, I think especially if if you know you got a you're working with a driver who's had success over the years, and then yeah, if it, you know if they're having a tough year and success isn't coming, it's it's definitely gonna be a hard decision for them. But uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, all it'll jump out at me. And uh, I think nowadays, though, everything evolves around equipment and and setup. Um, you know, the driving component makes up such a small part of success i find i mean if you have a good race car it doesn't matter who you put in the seat you know the, the car is going to be fast as long as the guy's fairly decent right but uh everything nowadays like matt shepherd's winning races because because he's dialed in and he's figured out the setup um that's the most important part i mean obviously he's you know a super talented driver but uh it's it's the setup knowledge that that separates those guys from everyone else I'll agree with that. To a, to a point. Yeah, races are one in the shop. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I, yeah races I, are one in the shop. I, I agree. I mean, I mean, Shepard's uh, mechanical engineering background probably helps him out a lot. And Randy Kasaki. Yeah, Randy Kasaki. I mean. <laughs> so, yeah. moving, moving forward into your uh, racing career, do you have any plans on doing any tour racing of any kind? I think, um, you know, if the opportunity ever presented itself to do a, to put together a big block deal and run the, you know, the dirt series, I'd be interested in something like that, or even to, uh, to follow some of Brett Deo's stuff. Um, I just, I'd have to run into somebody that, you know, could put part of the program together or the whole program. Um, you know, I'm not in a position myself financially to do that, but, uh, I could contribute, contribute to the program, just wouldn't be able to do it all. So maybe uh maybe one day we'll uh we'll hook up with someone and and tackle one of those two mike and i are we're gonna we're gonna put you out there we're gonna try to make that happen for you <laughs> right on I, I would love to see you do some dale stuff and come down a little closer to us too because i think you're you're in my opinion you're a great driver and you could give some of these guys a run for their money too yeah i mean uh <laughs> Unless we do it, we're never going to find out, right? So Exactly. We can't just have Matt Williamson as the only Canadian doing the North Series full-time and the Dale Series. We need another Canadian. <laughs> well, I, I'd love to do it one day, that's for sure. Stuart Friesen doesn't count as a Canadian anymore. No, he's, he's from New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, so Chris, uh, uh, I guess a lot, of, a lot of the tracks up in uh, Canada, they're all fairly small correct i mean you guys don't really have a whole lot of half miles or anything like that up there right they're all uh three eighths or smaller correct and the only the only half mile we'd have would be autodrome granby in quebec which we haven't spent a lot of time at over the years i think i've only been there maybe three four times and then uh you know broadville cornwall for us are both quarter Mm -hmm. miles and uh mohawk i I'm not sure what they're listed as, as maybe maybe four tenths or uh, or a big three eighths. Okay, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, nothing uh, nothing too crazy. I guess Can Am would be a half mile. We used to run there. Yeah, that's yeah. About yep. ten years ago, when I first got into a modified, we we spent a season over there. Um, but uh, yeah, predominantly most of the stuff's uh, pretty small here. So that makes a fun racing though. Uh, well. I guess since you don't have a ton of experience in the bigger tracks, um, do you, what, what's your thought on the bigger tracks? Do you like them? You don't like them? 
I think uh, they're definitely easier on the car in terms of, you know, body work and stuff like that during the week. Uh, when we run Mohawk, I, I, just a big believer. And if you have a good race car, the larger the track, the easier it is to pass. Um, it seems like you can literally just pull out a line and drive by somebody if you're, you know, dialed in and handling well. Whereas if you're on a small bull ring, sometimes you can have the best car, but they're running too wide in front of you and there's nowhere to go. So it's, yeah. uh, it's just different. And, uh, you know, both, both types of tracks can put on good racing, just depending on the night. Yeah. Uh, would you say, would it, is it safe to say too, the, the smaller bull rings too, or are, are tougher on equipment? Cause there's a little bit more, uh, close corners racing. You want to say a little beating and banging going on? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, just stuff seems to happen more frequently when you're on the smaller tracks and it's just, it's just the nature of it. Right. But yeah. Uh, I enjoy the small stuff. It, uh, I think it keeps you sharp and, and, uh, you know, you really got to fill holes when, when things open up and kind of take chances, right. That's especially yeah. when you're on a handicap platform and you're, you're starting, you know, 12th or 14th and you got 30 laps to try to get to the front. Got to move some people out of the way. Well, not move them because we got to race them next week. But uh, oh, dare you, you say there. something like he said aggressive, Mike. He didn't say moving anybody. <laughs> <laughs> he said he had to fill a hole. Yeah, that's all he said. That's all he's going to say. Hey, you ever lose your cool though out there, like getting you know racing on the smaller bull rings and a little bumping and shoving and stuff like that? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's there's plenty of times where you know guys will you know, get under your skin or, you know, mm. do something that you don't agree with. And, you know, it's just, it's all part of it. And I think as you mature and get older, um, you get a little bit smarter about how you handle some of that stuff. So it, uh, it definitely happens. You ever given anybody a black eye? Have I? No. Okay, good. <laughs> we, we know somebody who has. Viol- don't we viol- <laughs> violence is not the answer. No, absolutely not. <laughs> What about chuck your helmet at anybody? You ever chuck your helmet at a car <laughs> yeah. gone by? You ever chase somebody down the track? <laughs> <laughs> never chased anyone. Never chucked my helmet. Uh, no, none of those. Uh, have you have you kicked Robert Ballou like CJ Leary did? <laughs> uh, oh I, I tell you what, sometimes some people just really just get so pissed they lose their mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it gets dangerous. Yeah, I mean – Go go take care of that in the pits or something and whatever. Don't. What are you doing? <laughs> Have you ever had anybody throw? Has anybody ever thrown their helmet at you? I haven't had a helmet come at me. Uh, beer can before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of beer was it? What kind of beer was it? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. it. It it bounced off the cage when I was coming through the pits there. One what night, a waste! So. What a waste of beer. You know. Yeah, that's terrible. And beer's not cheap at a track. Just, that's like five, throwing $5 away because you didn't like what he did. Come on. Yeah, that's terrible. We'll talk to Maraska for you about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll tell him that's unacceptable. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something special in your gravy for your biscuits, too, Mike. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite track so far that, you like the, that you've raced on? I'd probably say uh, RPM Speedway in Quebec. It's a uh, it's a tight tight quarter mile bull ring, maybe even a little bit smaller, but it uh, it puts on some good racing there. And 
any of the tracks in Quebec that you go to, they have really good atmosphere. So, um, it's just, it's hard to beat that. And that's probably, you know, to this day, my favorite to race on. I definitely have to get up to Canada to go to a race. I I'd like to go. It'd be a blast. I want to go to Mohawk. I really want to go to that track, but it's five and a half hours for me in the same state. <laughs> You'd have to come up whenever, like, you know, there's I a big do. show. I, yeah, you know, Some definitely. sort of series race or something. It's worth the trip. It's nice. Uh, I, yeah, facility's I'm, nice and track is ultra smooth. So I'm going to let you know when I'm coming up, so I have some gear ready for me to buy. <laughs> there you go. What? Uh, how big's Mohawk? Quarter mile? Yeah, uh, maybe a small quarter. Small or, sorry, yeah, a, a small, small small half mile. A small, small half mile. Oh, okay. It's oh. like a small yeah. quarter. Holy crap! That's like it's action small. track. It's like an eighth mile. No, <laughs> it's a, yeah. a go kart track. Yeah, so a small half mile. Okay. We're, yeah, we're gonna. We and Mike are gonna try to plan. Yeah, we'll try to plan to go up to Mohawk for a bigger race, and we'll do something. That'd be pretty cool. Is it a flat track, or is there some uh, banking? It's got a little bit of bank to it. Okay. Uh, one and two, one and two is a little bit flatter. Three and four has got a little bit more bank to it, so it's uh, it's good. I mean, uh, I'd say more often than not the top side's probably preferred there, but uh, nice. it nice. Uh, it races pretty uniform across. Like you know, most of the lanes are pretty mm-hmm. even, so it's uh, it's fun. We're going, we're going, Mike. We're now, going to Mohawk. Now, when a when a track is different in turns one and two, then turns three and four. Does that make the setup difficult or challenging, or is it pretty much the same? Uh, I mean, it probably affects spring rate and stuff like that a little bit, but um, we usually you just try to find a balance where you're obviously fairly good in both ends and um, probably lean towards trying to be better in, in the end that everyone struggles if, if that creates a passing area for you. Right. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, Mo- Mohawk just gets so slick. You obviously need a lot of grip. And, um, you know, if, if you're good there, it, it seems like you can really pull out a line and pass. And mm-hmm. when you're not good, it, uh, you're, you're not going anywhere. But You're sitting duck. Yeah, pretty much. All right, we've come to the part in the show where we ask every single driver. It's a scary uh, number. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, we have a patented question and it goes like this <clears throat> on your Mount Rushmore of racing, you know, what Mount Rushmore is right. Or no, I know you're Canadian, but it's four presidents. They carved out. It's like four presidents, like this big deal in the United States. Anyway, on your Mount Rushmore of racing, any driver living or dead, any class of racing, who are your four drivers? I guess maybe I'll pick by division if if that's all right yeah yeah absolutely yeah absolutely i mean if i if i had to pick somebody in nascar i'd probably go it's hard for me to pick from the past just because you haven't seen everyone but for Mm -hmm. my uh day growing up i mean jimmy johnson to win uh seven titles there i think that's that's pretty remarkable especially in a competitive era he just retired Uh, full-time from racing yep yeah i think uh I mean, Chad Knauss probably deserves as much credit as Jimmy. But, I, uh, oh, I agree 100% yeah, on that. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah. So for NASCAR, I'd probably go with Jimmy. Okay. Uh, dirt, modif- dirt modified. I think it's hard to go, you know, against a guy like Matt Shepard for the dominance that he's had over the last 10 years. Okay. Yep. 
Sprint cars, probably Donnie Shots. Nice, nice. The ten-time champion. Late models, Scott Scott Bloomquist, even though he's a little bit before my time. And then, uh, obviously, this year, uh, Davenport's been really hot. But uh, yeah, yeah, I guess been. overall, I go with Bloomquist for late models. Pretty solid top four there. Yeah, that's very solid. I, I like how you broke it down in divisions. You're the first yeah. guy to do that. Ever, yep. I, re- I like that. Maybe we should start breaking it down when we ask the question. Yeah, I think I think you got uh, – yeah. I'm gonna have to agree. Thank you, Chris, for doing that for us. Yeah, that's uh, I like that. Most of the time, we get some guys they'll pick like I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever picked all NASCAR, but we've had guys pick all sprint car or all, all dirt modified, all dirt all, modifieds, yeah. or you know, we've had so. I, no, I like that breaking it down by divisions. Nice. Huh. I haven't uh, I haven't watched much IndyCar over the years, so I wouldn't yeah, have a clue to pick for that. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about IndyCar. Come on. <laughs> yeah, IndyCar Indy went down. Car. They went downhill a long time ago. The only yeah. thing I like is the 500, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, even even Formula One, I think, has gone downhill over the years. I'm tired of listening to what's his name cry. Oh, uh, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, Hamel- Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, honestly, NASCAR has gone downhill big time over the years. Um, it's unfortunate. You don't want to see any racing, you know, struggle, so to speak, as race fans. So it sucks, but it is what it is. At least we still now got they, our dirt modifieds. Now they got a bunch of guys unhappy with the new gen car, too, right, with NASCAR? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. It's all about I, concussions or something like that and just the overall... Well, did you see that? Well, Alex Bowman just missed missed this last week's race because of uh, concussion symptoms from the race before. Hmm. And, like, they showed the replay, and it's like he just barely touched the wall. Yeah, yeah, I guess guess the car's not safe. I don't don't know. That's not good. It's like, it's got clips, though. It's got, like, a front clip and a rear clip that's just held on by, like, some bolts. (laughs) I don't know about, like, space bolts or something. (laughs) I have no idea, but so you still watch a lot of NASCAR, Chris, or no? Not really. Uh, I'll probably I tune in a little bit more, uh, you know, once our season winds down. If we don't do anything, you know, after well, Brockville's in two weeks here, uh, I'll watch a little bit more. But uh, when we're running three nights a week, there's really not much time on Sundays to watch that. No. Uh, do you watch? You follow a lot of modified racing, like on. Do you watch Flow or anything like that? I do. Uh, just try to. Well, it's fun just to watch racing, but also you know try to learn some stuff too, right? Yeah, Off of other guys, and mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to a new place, obviously all the guys watch watch video before they go, and and then uh, you know I'll follow on Race Monitor and just kind of check out who won everywhere, and it's uh, it's fun just to stay up to date with everyone. Yeah, I agree. All right, Chris, before we let you go, is there anybody who you would like to thank? Yeah, I mean, I really got to thank uh, Mark Lego and my dad for, for the help on the car this year and in the shop. And in terms of sponsors, uh, I got McComa Media, Kids for Kids, uh, Mike Silva Construction, Home Hardware Alexandria, Marlowe Foundations, uh, Stefan Gauthier Polishing, Rita Lakes Exteriors, 4CA Transport, 
St. Lawrence structures, Ranger carpets, RL race engines, and uh, PM promotions. Can't thank all those people enough. Chris, we'd like to thank you for taking a little time and goofing around with us tonight. Uh, good luck to you moving forward in the future, and hope to talk to you again sometime. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. That was the small block sensation, Chris Robbie. And before we continue on with the rest of the show, we're going to pause for station identification and a word from our sponsor. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And we're back. Oh, wow. Nice guy. Laid back. I love our Canadian friends. Yeah, he's he's a damn good driver. He really is. Yeah, I mean, I was following, uh, like I said, there's no live streaming at Fulton for the Outlaw 200, so I was following on, uh, I was following on Race Monitor, and he had a hell of a heat race. Got I mean, I, I, a redraw. I fell asleep way before the 200 started, so I didn't follow <laughs> any of the feature, but uh, I was feeling a little under the weather over the weekend, which I'm still feeling under the weather, so I was uh, in bed pretty early Saturday night. I think I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning and checked Facebook to see who won. <laughs> And to no surprise. Oh, gee. Bush. Everybody's like, oh, because he started second. But, guys, it's it's a 200-lap race. And I heard, you know. And, well, and not only that, but Friesen started on the pole for the final 200. And lost. And lost. So. Yes, I know he had some mechanical failures. But Shepard could have started second and had mechanical failures in a 200-lap race. So. Um, they said, uh our, our friend, our pal there, Williamson, wasn't too far behind him, so. Yeah, I read an article, and uh, it it they, it sounds like they went back and forth, back and forth, a good bit of the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the second part of the race there, Shepard kind of got away in some lap traffic, uh, but then got caught up in some lap traffic, and, and uh, Williamson was able to catch him again. And uh, uh, then you know, Shepard's a master at lap traffic. He's, he's, yeah, he's still, very good. He's, he's very patient. Well, you have to be in lap traffic. Yeah, no so to, he, was, he was able to get away again from uh, Matt Williamson in, in lap traffic again. I think he won by like 1.8 seconds or something. That's the, not. Which is not a big, big lead for a 200 lap race. Yeah, it's not too small, but not too big. Yeah. yeah. You expect like three, five, seven, eight, yeah, 12 but, seconds. Yeah, but he but, did. And I think Williamson those, kept them there. He yeah, back, and, kept them there. Or, and, or both of them taking care of their tires too. And from what I understand, them two were the class of the field. Like there was nobody. Oh. The, no third place wasn't close to them. I mean, I think Williamson won it last year. I believe, didn't he? Yeah, and I think they lapped up to like seventh place. So, I, it's it's definitely a bucket list race for me. I've been, like I said, I've been to Fulton before, but I always wanted to go to the two hundred. 
Yeah. Some, like it's, it's the Vic, uh, Victoria slash Outlaw Two Hundred. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> what else? I well, all right. I have. Do you have a driver of the week? I have a driver of the week. I didn't pick a driver of the week, but you go I, ahead with yours, and I'll pick mine by the time you pick. You talk yeah. about yours. I'm going with Kyle Cummins for winning both races this weekend at uh for the USAC National Sprints. Wins the Fall Nationals at the Berg, Lawrenceburg, and won at Kokomo. I mean, dude, smoked him at Kokomo. That it kind of kind of helps him that he's the track champion there this year, and that's his normal track. But he just he just whipped their asses. Yeah. So I'm I mean, gonna pick Kyle. He's, he's I'm good. Pick he's, he's a Kyle, good driver, though. Yeah, yeah he he's, is he's a very a good, good driver. driver. He's a very good driver. Bacon and Grant look, you know, eh. They just looked okay. Like, man. It, yeah, okay. for those two guys, yeah, they, they look there. <laughs> uh, my driver of the week. I'd just be the front runner, Mike. I mean, look, all right, I will. <laughs> just be, I, I forgot driver, the front driver, man. Driver, <laughs> driver of the week, Matt Shepard. I mean, look at the guys. Yeah. Three weeks. Last three weeks, he's ran three races, won all three, and he's won eighty-three thousand dollars. I mean, he's allowed I mean, to touch the he's allowed to touch the art in museums. Can, yeah, yeah. He goes to New York City and he touches he he goes to New York he's City. He, he is the artwork. Yeah, he is the artwork. Mosquitoes uh-huh. don't mosquitoes won't bite him out of respect. Yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, mean that's, that's how good he is. The guy's hot. Yeah, I mean, look, he's a lot of people hate him because he wins, but. The guy's good. He puts the work in at the shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, he's just that good. He's just that good. I mean, he's got, I mean, pretty much he's probably going to lock up his ninth title, uh, Super Dirt Series title. He's already locked up the North Series title for Short Track Super Series. He's He's, close. He's leading leading the South and the Elite Series points. But they're going down, but he's good at he's good at both of those tracks also, which is go down is very good at too. But it's it's Matt Shepard. Yeah, I mean, I'm not look. I, I don't want to take any anything away from anybody. It's Matt Shepard and this guy when he gets hot like this, game over. <laughs> you gotta wait till he cools down till some other somebody else can win. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Yeah, it just he's hitting at the right time, and I. From what I understand, he's got some fresh equipment for the end of the year, which is a huge help, too. Oh, yeah. Huge help. Oh, yeah, because everybody help. else's stuff that are kind of, like, budgeted. Yeah, yeah. So he's stuff got, is a little more tired, and, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, and I don't yeah. know if you saw his new car he unveiled it's today. Sharp. Sharp yeah, looking. Sharp looking car. Holy shit. Yeah, so. that's a good looking car. Um, I mean, I'm not going to take it. I, I say Godown's going to make it interesting. It, you know, I think I think Go Down gives a hell of a run for his money this weekend at Super Dirt Week. Is Go Down going up for Super Dirt Week? There is. If his motor and stuff, Brian's good at these races. Yeah, he's got Billy the Kid Motors. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, everybody. It, in all seriousness, it seems like whoever's running those motors has been having problems. Mm-hmm. So, what's what's up with your boy James Parsons? Uh, who knows with him? Every. Time somebody posts something on Facebook, he's been asking, "Are you going to Port Royal? Are you going to Port Royal? Are you yes, going to Port Royal? Yes. Are you going to Port Royal?" Yeah, he's, he's literally asking everybody if they're going to Port Royal. We're, so we're everybody, every, everybody, everybody, we're all going to Port Royal. Everybody, everybody, send James Parsons a private message saying, "Hey, I'm going to Port Royal." All right, so I, I think 
the whole our whole group WTF all nine point one thousand are all going. Yes, everybody's going. Yep. Royal. We're Every, all everybody. Everybody, everybody follows the podcast. Everybody. Everybody's going to Port Royal. They're going to run. They're putting new bleachers in so we can fit everybody there. His favorite driver, Stuart Friesen, is going to Port Royal. Oh, I mean, that's James. Pretty exciting. James is a diehard Stuart Friesen fan. Huge. Huge. He even has Stuart Friesen underwear. He's got his pajamas. I heard he got the complete set with the slippers. Dude, he's got he's you know the race car beds. He put Stuart Friesen stickers on his race car bed. That's right. And he's got a forty four in his brand new truck. Dude, he even got a tattoo of him. He did. So that's how what a big fan he is. This stew meat right across his butt. <laughs> right in both his butt cheeks. <laughs> I mean uh oh speaking of Port Royal <laughs> Kudos, class act move by them again. They oh, picked yeah, up absolutely. the Nationals from Williams Grove. Say, hey, guys, have it here. No, I don't think they're having it there. Yeah, they're I having think... it at Port Royal. Oh, I thought they gave up their date to Port or to Williams right, Grove. I, so, whatever. Yeah, I think they gave up their race. The Williams Grove could have theirs. They're going to have it at Port Royal. Just have it at they Port should. Royal. They should. Better track. Yeah, it is. Race, sure race, is. Racing at Williams Grove sucks. Well, whatever, I don't, whatever. Whatever. I don't know why anybody goes to Williams. I don't know why anybody goes to Williams Grove. It's just uh, such a boring racetrack. I know it's been it's around for a long time. Yeah, it's historic, but historically the racing is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Port Royal is just a just a great track track facility all around. Yeah, well, one of these days I like to get there. Yeah, I'm hoping to go in two weeks. Honestly. Oh, so I checked out the map. You were actually 20 minutes closer. To Mohawk than I am. Am and I really? Live, yeah, and you live in a different state. Nice. Nice. I'll pick you up on the way. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> I'll start 20 minutes ahead of you. There you go. I, that's a track I really want to go to. Where is it at? It's up on the border. But it's in New York. Yeah, it's in New York. It's up in, it's like you're in Moresca territory. Up near Can-Am? KM's on the other side, I think, I believe. It's it, it's east. It's like by Plattsburgh, all up around that area. Potsdam. Where the hell's KM at? Up near Oswego? Kinda. KM is like forty five minutes north of uh Pulaski. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, so that is. Oh, kind so of... he goes here, Pulaski's kinda here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gotta go right up. Yeah. Keep going up north. Keep going up north. Yeah. I didn't realize Oswego was so close to Fulton and Brewerton. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, they're all right there. I've been to both of those tracks. How far? And Afton's not too far from there. It's like two hours away. From me. It's like two hours from Oswego, too. Yeah, all I have to do is jump on uh, 88. Pew! Yeah, didn't Afton used to be called I-88 Speedway? That is correct. Yeah, because Billy Pouch Jr. still calls it I-88 Speedway. God bless him. He's uh, he'll be at the Super Nationals. Billy Pouch Jr. will be. Oh, I said I'll go there one year when he was there, but hey, that's yeah. what you got for not telling me. So I didn't didn't Strunk say he was going to the Super Nationals too? You don't know. I don't know. That's a good track for him, actually. Yeah, he's won there before. You'd like that track. That's a pretty cool little track. Was it quarter low quarter mile? It's it's like a big course. It's like the size of uh, Grandview. It's kind of like Grandview, but it's a, like they don't funnel down. It's they go for it. It's so great racing. 
Yeah. It's wide. They race wide. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gravity's narrow. So it's a wide yeah, you know how, yeah, when it comes down off a Ford, how it funnels yeah. down on the... Yeah, yeah. yeah, that just stays. It's a great track. I like it. I'll check it out. One of these years, right? I mean, I got a long time to find, hit them all. Like, yeah. Like Pokemon, you got to find them all. Yeah, I work for myself now. I can, like, schedule that in. Yeah, but like, uh, we got to do a business trip to... Yeah, where, uh, yeah, I'll race. Like, huh, I can see some couple midweek shows this year. Lebanon Valley is reconfiguring their racetrack. Yes, they are. It's probably it's going to sound like it's going to be the Bridgeport of New York. Sounds like it. So I don't need to go to Bridgeport now because I can yes, only you do. I do not. <laughs> I do not. You do. You because do. I can just go up through way north to the Lebanon Valley. It's, it's not going to be the It's not going to be the exact same. Just like you've heard the the USEC guys say that Lawrenceburg and Bridgeport, even though they're similar, it's not the same thing. Different, different surface, a little bit different racing. I don't. I, I think I, Bridge, Bridgeport's actually bigger than Lawrenceburg, I think. Yeah. It um, is by a little bit. Yeah. Lawrenceburg is probably one of the bigger tracks they run on besides Eldora. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you still have to come to Bridgeport. I know. Maybe next year. There's a lot of drivers down there that are waiting to meet you. I know. <laughs> they say that, or are they going to, like, jump me? Uh, I mean, I can't make any guarantees. I'll have to bring some weaponry in with me. Uh, let's bring my Puerto Rican watch. But you gotta come. You gotta come hang out at Nick Sandone's pit and eat some of that world famous barbecue they got. I do. The guy on his crew was like, uh, they just won a national championship for barbecuing. Are you serious? Yeah. I'll just go there for that reason, eat and just yeah. leave. Yeah. Dude was showing no, me. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. We'll hang out and. The guy well, was showing me all kinds of pictures and trophies they won and all kinds of shit, dude. Oh yeah. He's one of them. Well, I was asking. I was. Oh, yeah, I was, I, I was I thought, Bob, can I look nah, at me? No, nah, he didn't just come out and be like, hey, dude, look at this trophy. I was, I was, I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I, I bust Nick's balls enough. It'd be nice to meet him in person. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Sometimes. Don't give a shit if he wasn't. Yeah. Fuck go see the Cratians, go say how to go down. Yeah. I Probably pretty much the whole. Bridgeport family. We've had on the show, so I got to go meet him. Yeah, we've interviewed a lot. A lot of people there. We have. Oh, it's easier for me to get them on the podcast because yeah, because you're right there. I hope my home track. Yeah, I mean, God forbid I get anybody from my home track on. Well, no, you get guys from Canada. <laughs> yeah, close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. What's up with that? Like yeah. nobody from Orange County will come on, but I, dude, I got a. We could do like was, a Canadian month. <laughs> we've had a lot of people from Orange County though, haven't we? I, we've had Perego, we've had McLaughlin, we've had Shepard, we've had Williamson. Well, Williamson wasn't a full-time driver there, but... You don't know. Uh, who else have we had from Orange County? Uh, that's it. That's it. All right. Cool. Three. Oh, Allison Ricky. Oh, Allison Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had her on. That's it. That's it. That's it. Nobody else wants to come. We tried to get Billy V, but I, I don't know what the hell happened to that. Yeah, so, hey, it is what it is. No hard feelings. People have lives. Yeah, so what are you saying? The people from Bridgeport don't? <laughs> no, they just all like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe there's something up with me in Orange County. Yeah, whatever. No, I just have a lot of connections. Oh, to Hearn? Bridgeport. Yeah, Brett Hearn. Oh, yeah, we got Brett Hearn. Yeah, yeah. I just have a lot of connections to Bridgeport. Nick's pretty good at getting a lot of drivers. Can't get his Batman. No, 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 no. 
a Batman race to Bridgeport. I bet you could. I got well, I got Batman's number, so I have to get a hold of him. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's too close to Eastern States. Ah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> he said after the season was over. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't. Does, does Batman go down and race Louisiana? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think he he stays up here. Well, oh, he's, he, got a, he's got a, know, he's got a little kid. You know who was at uh, Outlaw 200 trying to qualify? Our black. Well, yeah, he was too. But our other Australian buddy, Zach. Oh, Zach McDonald. Zach McDonald. God, Zach I haven't Mc- heard. Where's Zach he been? I don't know, but he tried to qualify for Outlaw 200. I also, obviously he's still in the states. He's still in the states. I've seen. Anything. I'll have to. I'll hit up Eric Williams because he was living with Eric Williams. All right, we're gonna have Eric Williams on the show. Yeah, we could. He's uh, putting a car together for Louisiana. Yeah. All right. So our predictions Actually, for I think he's gonna hit Bridgeport for their race in November, and then yeah. Louis- and then Louisiana. Well, well, man. I'll show him a message tonight. Um. Predictions for there's there's satellite races too, but I don't know which I forget. Uh, Utica Rome's tomorrow night. Sail power right. race. Is it really? Yep. Five thousand to win. Shepard's not going to go. Yes, he is. All right, so Shepard wins that one. Duh. <laughs> he's that's the only satellite show he's doing. And there's is it Brewerton sneaking in there somewhere? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure Shepard said he was done. I mean, why wouldn't he do Utica, Utica Romans' home track? To, to prepare for this weekend. Yeah, but it's so early in the week. Yeah. All right, so Shepard, Utica Rome. Uh, if Brewerton's brought in, I'll go with... Yeah. I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with Sears Jr. Tim. For where? If, if Brewerton has a show this week. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what the schedule is. I don't know if they, yeah, I don't either. But anyway, all right, small block, the small block race Saturday. Who we got? Oh, we got the Super Nationals to pick, too. Small block race. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I'm going with the Shepherd Sweep. Hmm. He did it in 2017. And guess what? 2017 was a year that he was on and won 41 races, and he's not far off from that right now. He's got 36 wins. Hmm. No disrespect to all of our other drivers that listen. I love you. I love you all. Matt Williamson. I'm picking Money Matt for Saturday. He run the small block race? I think so. Okay. If he's bringing his own shit. So who you get? He, oh, yeah. He'll be in the Buzz Chew car on Sunday. Yeah. I, I, want, really, I really want to pick Williamson for the hat trick. Well, I'll pick a Williamson for for the hat trick for it'd be three years in a row. It'd be three, oh, three in, a row. in a row. I'll pick a Williamson for Sunday. Okay. I'm going to change my pick for the small block. I'm going to go Tim Fuller. Ooh. I'm going to go Fuller. I'm going Fuller Saturday, and I'm I'm picking William. I'm picking Williamson for Sunday. I like it. I like it. And you're going for the Shepherd sweep, which oh, is Shepherd sweep. All right, Super Nationals, Afton. I'm going. Hmm. That's it's anybody. 
in my opinion. And it, <clears throat> uh, I'm, going I'm going Mad, Caddy. I'm going Mad Max. McLaughlin? Yep. I think Piketty's going to be there, but not. Is go, yeah, see, I like no go-downs because he's won there before, too. Yeah, like you know what? Right. 16, I think. Billy Jr. I'm going to pick Billy Jr. because he was close. He was kind of he was kind of there last year. He's not bad there. He's won, I think he's won it before, hasn't he? I, I have to look at the records. I I'm gonna pick, I'll, I'll pick a Billy Jr. For the Super Nationals. Tim Fuller for Saturday's small block race. What is it? Uh, the 150 at Oswego and Williamson for Sunday. That's who I got. Not bad. <laughs> not, they're all going to finish like 22nd because I picked them. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So. Anything else to, to add? It should, it should be a good race uh, as we go. Uh, looks like the track's in good shape. The weather hasn't been as bad this year. So they've really got to groom the track. Yeah, um, this is good. Yeah, so hopefully it holds hopefully, together. I, yeah, it, I hope it holds together for yeah. a good race. I really yeah. do. Um, I mean, Good. we'll go from there. I mean, see what happens. Let's I might, hope. I might uh, pay per view it Sunday. We'll see. I was thinking about it. Yeah, I might. I'm thinking about it. All right, so everybody who's at a Swigo and all the teams, good luck. Have fun. Uh, everybody who's there, have fun. Hope, hopefully, you, it's a really great, great recent racing weekend and all week for everybody too. I, mean, I don't know. Have you, have you checked the weather? What's the weather going to be like up there? Yeah, I don't, I don't live up there. I don't care. Yeah, I know the weather where I live is gonna be beautiful this weekend. So, yeah, it's supposed to be decent down here. Uh, I don't, I haven't heard anything yet. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Yeah, I might have to pay per view the whole. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, at Sunday. All right, kids, I'm signing off for Michael Clark Griswold. I'm the Mouth Brian Hustlinger, and you've been black flagged. Shut the f- up.